Welcome to Creative Biolab Science Channel. As an experienced expert and reliable partner, Creative Biolabs is proficient in lipid-based drug delivery and functional liposome development. With versatile methods, diverse products, superior quality, and fast turnaround, we are confident to provide optimum solutions tailored to boost your R&D projects. Dear friends in the audience, you are welcome to listen to our program on time every Saturday night. As our sharing guest, Dr. Smith came to our program today as promised. There is a lot of interesting knowledge waiting for us to explore. I believe everyone is looking forward to his arrival. Let's welcome Dr. Smith with warm applause. Would you say hello to our audience, Dr. Smith? Good evening, everyone. Good evening, Beth. It is quite nice to see you again. Thank you for your invitation. I'm very excited to be here. We talked about the results of gene expression in vitro from the various ways and strategies of gene transfection in last Saturday's program. Several experimental conclusions jointly demonstrated that cationic liposomes can improve the efficiency of DNA transfection. However, the toxicity of cationic liposomes to cells is a major problem that needs to be solved urgently. At the end of the last program, Dr. Smith mentioned that many new cationic lipids have been synthesized to reduce cytotoxicity. Next, we will continue to discuss the application of liposome-encapsulated DNA in vitro transfection following this point. So, the first question is, what methods have been developed to reduce the toxicity of cationic liposomes? In other words, what new types of cationic liposomes have been synthesized? The researchers studied a series of molecules with different positive charges attached to cholesterol anchors. Their results showed that tertiary amino groups inhibited protein kinase C activity 4 to 20 times, less than quaternary amine derivatives of cholesterol, and were less cytotoxic than common cationic lipids. Since then, many new lipids have been synthesized and tried for their transfection activity and cytotoxicity. Reviews are summarizing the findings of these novel lipids. Liposome ACE, a mixture of two cationic lipids, did not work well enough in several cell lines. What is thought to be the mechanism of action of all these systems? The mechanism of action can be explained by the fact that, in addition to quantitative DNA wrapping, the drug can induce a lamellar hexagonal phase transition and allow DNA to escape the endosome before lysosomal degradation. In fact, there are many mechanisms at work. Take DOTAP lipid, for example, a formulation of pure cationic lipid that works better on certain cell lines than drug-containing complexes. The transgene is transiently expressed in human cervical carcinoma epithelial cells, hepatocytes, lymphoblasts, and fibroblasts, and stably expressed in mouse and hamster fibroblasts. It appears that most of these new lipid mixtures are ineffective in the presence of plasma. What is the reason for this? This is likely due to plasma-induced aggregation and precipitation into large particles that are too large to enter cells. In preliminary studies, large differences were observed between the genosomes composed of different cationic liposomes. Some liposomal systems flocculate and precipitate within minutes, while others are more stable. There are two liposome-made cationic genomes with similar stability. They are more stable due to their lower charge. However, flocculation and precipitation were still observed within minutes and hours. Are there any lipofection kits that work in the presence of serum? There are indeed some kits that are active in the presence of serum. 
The lipid in it is a dry lipid membrane that is hydrated to form larger vesicles before use. It is also active in human hepatocytes and monkey fibroblast cell lines, also in the presence of serum. This lipid has two positive charges and may provide better electrostatic stability than monovalent cationic lipids. A new class of doubly charged lipids has recently been introduced. It has been shown to deliver antisense oligonucleotides and plasmid DNA into cells in the presence of plasma. How to choose the right liposome when using different cell lines? Are there any relevant studies? Hundreds of articles describe the transfection of different cells with different liposomal preparations at different cost ratios. However, as far as I know, there is no comprehensive review. Of course, we have to realize that even parallel, let alone different experiments, are difficult to compare. Because of the inherent and practically unavoidable biological and colloidal non-reproducibility of experimental parameters. I see. In recent years, there have been many studies on the structure-activity relationship between cationic lipids and neutral lipids. What's the result? In vitro experiments did not find very effective neutral lipids. But the exchange of the methyl group on the polar head with the hydroxyethyl group resulted in a very efficient lipid. This depends on the dioleoil or dimeristoil chain attached. By converting alcohols to amines, a more potent lipid, beta-aminoethyl lipid, was synthesized. This lipid was found to be more effective in the absence of neutral lipids. So, we can easily infer that the transfection conditions can be changed and optimized within a certain range, right? Sure. The bottom line is that conditions for efficient transfection can be optimized and that almost any type of cell can be transfected. For each specific cell line, the optimal lipid composition, charge ratios of liposomes and genosomes, and concentrations must be determined. However, because of the differences in phagocytic activity, resistance to toxic lipids, and membrane composition of different cell lines, it is likely that no general rules are currently available. As you said, the exact mechanism of transfection is still unclear. So, will liposome instability have a serious impact on in vitro transfection? In vitro expression was found to be unaffected by increased turbidity or slight precipitation in colloidal solutions of DNA lipid complexes. Also, transfection efficiency appeared to increase with increasing lipid concentration. Clearly, this increases cytotoxicity and optimal expression must be determined for each cell type. It appears that the balance between cytotoxicity and transfection activity determines the optimal ratio. Even so, it may change with the age and fusion of the cells. So, for now, an efficient transfection process remains a science as well as an art. There must be a process of membrane fusion in the process of transfecting cells with liposome-encapsulated DNA. But as far as I know, there isn't much kinetic research in this area. So. What other related research results? Initially, it was thought that the ability of lipids to induce fusion with the cell membrane was responsible for the transfection. Subsequent studies using endosomal disruptors such as chloroquine have shown that transfection can be enhanced through the endocytic pathway. The same is true for fluorescently labeled genomic observations and electron microscopy. However, from the balance of toxicity and activity, it is known that large aggregates do not appear to interfere with transfection and that single-chain cationic surfactants are known to induce pores in the bilayer. 
It is not difficult to speculate that DNA entry into cells may also be the result of lipid-mediated perforation of cell membranes. If the wells are transient, the wells can be resealed from the remaining cell membrane lipid pools and the transfection is efficient. Cytotoxicity reduces transfection activity when cells cannot repair the damage. Such a mechanism should depend on the fusion of cells, which is indeed observed experimentally. It makes sense. So much for our content today. Thanks to Dr. Smith for his wonderful science popularization. Thank you for listening. There will be more interesting knowledge waiting for us in the next program. See you next time. Thank you. I hope we will see you next time.